Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. And today our guest is my favorite student, Apollo Smith. Apollo is going to tell us a wonderful story about migration, a very modern type story of migration and movement. Um, Apollo, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Very good. Um, your story uh, is not completely unique, but it's it's a different type of m- movement than what we've had uh, so far on our podcast. It's it's one of moving uh, because of your uh, family in the military and things like that. So go ahead and let's get into your story. Okay. Well, to start off, just before I was born um, in early 2007, the U.S. was participating in different wars such as the Afghanistan, Vietnam, and Iraq wars and um in iraq specifically it wasn't going as well and so the commander there called for a sort of surge of enlistment of thirty thousand men to serve in iraq whether it was on the ground as a soldier or as an officer back home um so having my father had already been considering joining the army for a while and that call was kind of the thing that was the last push to get him to join, and the next day he joined, became an officer, and was put into the, was randomly chosen to be in the air defense units, and was moved down to El Paso, Texas, where about a year later, I was born. Um, and and then so y'all have moved around since then? Yes, we've moved around all sorts of places. Um, which I'm hoping to talk about here. Um, so in El Paso, we lived on the military base, which is, I think, the s- I've only l- done that twice. Um, but that was the first one, and we lived there for almost four years. We, um, I was born mid-2008 in August, and we left in spring of 2012. Um, and my father first deployed there to Qatar for 10 months, but don't particularly remember that part well. Um, But one fun little tidbit was, since El Paso is a desert, it doesn't get much, like, rain or snow. The the day after my parents got there, it snowed, and everyone was so confused. And every single year that we have been there, and we went back um, before we came here, and every single year that we have been there, it has snowed. (laughs) Hmm. Just... Fun little tidbit. Um, But after that, we moved to Lawton, Oklahoma in Fort Sill for not even six months. It was really more than anything, just a small job um, assignment there until my father got a new assignment um, in an entire other continent with, um, he was moved to Pyeongtaek, South Korea. Um, in the Osan Air Base. Okay. So he was doing air defense, missile, Patriot missile sure. sort of stuff there. Sure. Um, and we moved there in the fall of 2012, and that was a really interesting place to be such a different culture than I had been exposed to. And How old were you when you were um, in South Korea? I was, like, four and a half. Okay. So I was young but it allowed me to adapt so easily to 
different things. There's one specific story where um, since I went to school on the base, that was the only other place where we lived on base um, for military as far as I'm aware. Um, but when we were on base, a bunch of the military people, they're, they're American, so they were able to pronounce my name just Apollo. But whenever we would be talking to Korean people, they their accent, they had trouble pronouncing the ah, so they would pronounce my name Apollo. And so I eventually got it in my head that whenever I was talking to normal military people, just Apollo, but whenever I'm talking to Korean people, um, I would make sure to pronounce it slowly as Apollo to accommodate. And that was such a weird thing for a like five year old kid to do, but it was it was just such an incredible culture so where to did be. Where did y'all in. go af- after Korea? Um, after Korea, we actually came back to the U.S. and went to Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas, Nevada, and that was a really interesting and really fun time. Um, that's really the point where I can really start to remember specific events and stuff. How long were you there um, in Nevada? In Nevada, we were there for um, for about two years, okay. summer 2015 to summer 2017. Where'd you go from Nevada? Um, from Nevada, we um, we went actually to Prattville, Alabama, okay. so just a bit more southern Alabama, where my dad actually went to school um, to get a promotion um, and... And then so yeah, from Prattville? From Prattville, went actually back to El Paso, Texas. And that was a really fun experience because since I was like four when I left El Paso before, I did not remember anything of El Paso. Um, it was actually kind of weird because whenever people would ask, for just military kids in general, whenever someone asks, like, where are you from? It's kind of an awkward question because you've sure. been to so many places and it's not really easy to just choose one that you really think of. So for a while, I, before we went back to El Paso, Texas, it actually felt more like my parents' home in Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. That was more of my actual home because that was a more of a constant place where as we're moving, as we're basically homeless for a little while as we're moving, we would go up there and spend some time with relatives sure. So and what did and from El Paso did you come here? Um yeah, from El Paso we came here. And how long have you been um, here? In here I have only been here this year. Okay. Yeah, just All came right. here this year. Um I was very lucky in El Paso to spend I think 4 years. Yeah, I spent from 5th grade up to through 8th grade okay. there, which I got so many friends and it was just such a fun time. So your story here of of movement, um, it doesn't necessarily fit the standard migration pattern, like someone yeah. coming from one place to one place. Mm-hmm. But it it's a it's a modern pattern of movement for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a modern there's pattern of movement that we see frequently today. It's there's so many military families moving across the country and across the world in our in our modern day. Yeah, and you know, of course, people we you know we've talked before uh, Apollo in class, but lot of movement in history but this is fast movement like these mm. you know you live for someplace for a year two years and you move someplace yeah. else 
So this is a really a, a kind of a modern, um, I don't know, maybe 100 years from now, uh, people will look back and they'll, uh, they'll categorize this type of, of movement as, as a type of, somebody may give it a new name, some kind of yeah. new migration name. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. But, um, you know, obviously it's, it's unique to you. But uh, in context, um, you know, there's people yeah. that, that do this and, and, and yeah. move around for work. And, and you're here. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping for you that you'll be able to f- finish high school here. And yeah. you can That's start calling Madison your home eventually when you <laughs> grow up. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. But, yeah, I've just found so easily that, I've, that from moving around, I've been able to adapt more easily um, to change and movement and even like with just this past week with the seniors leaving, um, so many people are like crying about that because they know these people so well, but I'm so used to moving away from people or people moving away from me that I just didn't really have any reaction to it. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. Well, it seems like you've just welled all the different movement, Apollo. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> well, very, very good. Thank you for joining us on Push Pull Podcast.